welcome to episode 214 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we decided to have some, actually a couple different beers. New Belgium. Yeah, New Belgium beers. Uh, This one is the Ranger. Yeah, the Voodoo Ranger IPA. Mm -hmm. And then we got the good old classic fat tire on standby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. I love, I love, love, love. I mean, I love this, but fat tire is my go-to beer. Favorite beer. Mm -hmm. Just like plain old good old fat tire. Yeah. Is the best. It is the best. Mm -hmm. We drank a lot of it. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. We did. <clears throat> I know. Yeah. That's good. We that did our fun. hot wing party. Or not really hot wing party, but Yeah. We like... had a couple of close friends over yeah. and stuffed ourselves with super hot hot wings and oh lots gosh. of beer. Yeah, I know. I yeah. can do it every month. I love that. I absolutely love that. That's my favorite thing to do. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. Yep. Yeah. So <clears throat> this week we are gonna be talking about basically how how to kind of know if you're ready to start dating after you get divorced yeah uh <clears throat> it was funny because like i had a lady that i know um like actually posed the question in one of her little groups that she runs and um and so anyway she asked the question to her group like hey when is it okay to start dating asking for a friend (laughs) and really she's asking for herself Mm because she's recently divorced and so i was like i just said it out loud and then we just kind of started talking about it just um, us amongst each other Mm -hmm. and then we're like dang this is a pretty good topic to discuss yeah i think that it would be helpful for a lot of people especially because like we have so many listeners that kind of listen to us after the fact Mm -hmm. after they get divorced and then they they really i guess kind of agree with with our our methods and and yeah our our experiences and testimonies from our last relationships really resonate Mm -hmm. and this is something we've talked about before where hindsight's 2020 Mm -hmm. and they realize that we were correct or spot on or relatable once they left that toxic relationship mm-hmm. and then they're in limbo mm-hmm. well now what yeah how do i find my crystal yeah 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 exactly you know yes i know so uh yeah so that's what we're going to talk about before we get dive any deeper into that uh seth has his dumbass post of the week this wasn't sent by anybody right uh no okay this one says my toxic trait is missing my husband all day and wishing he were home with us but what's that say but but the second is it no oh no no no. i could but catching an attitude oh. the second he walks in the door at the end of the day yeah so being like i wish he was here and then yeah. as soon as he gets home you're like you son of a bitch yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I mean... Bitch-ass qualities. If you're fortunate enough as a female to find yourself in a position where you get to stay home all day, mm-hmm. you have zero reason to be catching attitude yeah. when your husband gets home. You end up catching them hands. <laughs> no. well, I think that, like, is is it 
at least she knows that it's a toxic trait. But I think that at the same it time... It make it any better. I know. It, uh, like, if you know that it's a toxic trait, then freaking, freaking nip it in the bud. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do it anymore. Yeah. Admitting you have a problem is not just not the first step. It's not a step at all. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah, like I said... um, we're going to be talking about how you how you should know when you should start dating before mm-hmm. you get divorced. No, so after you get divorced. Or after, not before, sorry. After you get divorced. Uh, so, I mean, I think that this, like, this really kind of, I mean, it's, like I said, it was just, like, an interesting topic that we just started talking about. And I think that, you know, we even think about it when, when we first left our exes or exes left us or whatever and i mean for us it 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 was like i don't think that i can't give everybody the same advice that we what we did Mm -hmm. because what we did was was not i don't know i don't feel like i like I found myself or anything before I met you. Well, it's different. The, the, the problem with this, and, and I don't know if I'd say problem, but I guess why this is so complex is because there are so many different scenarios and different factors that you have to take into consideration. Mm-hmm. I mean, even looking at us, our finding ourselves, I mean, you weren't really single ever no you you left your fiance for me right yeah so i didn't i didn't like there was no gap it was i know who i'm going to date this relationship's over i'm gonna pursue this guy so yours was instantaneously yes mine was pretty much we started dating in january she said she wanted a divorce at the beginning of november so a couple of months Uh uh-huh you know, about mm-hmm. almost three months, about two and a half months, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, but I was the dump, dumped person, yeah. uh-huh. not the dumpy. So I think that there no, are certain. No, you were the dumpy. Yeah. She was the dumper. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was the yeah. dumpy. Uh-huh. And she was the dumper. And so I think that there are, I think that you have to consider that. Are there, there's, there's a lot of stuff you have to consider, even. Even before we kind of get into the nitty gritty of are you even ready, mm-hmm. you have to consider all these other things. Were you the one that initiated the divorce? Did you initiate the divorce or the breakup because you already found somebody? Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, who's to tell you not to start dating? I, I think that if you recognize that your relationship is over and you get to that conclusion because you found someone who you have a better connection with, the only advice I would give you is you need to ensure that that's real. Mm-hmm. Oh, Does absolutely. that have the legs? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, whether whether it's, <clears throat> there's all kinds of situations you can apply to that, whether you you break up a marriage to go after somebody else. Uh, you know, you're not the hero of your own story unless you stay together forever. And we've seen that. We've seen people that have either gotten in relationships with, the, you know, their partner's former best friend mm-hmm. or someone who, <laughs> married, we've, even, we've even seen family members, married like, a relative's yeah. ex-husband uh-huh. um, so we've seen things like that and it's not a bad decision as long as it lasts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it may be hurtful to somebody and it may come off 
initially to a lot of people looking in as awful. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, 35 years from now, when you're celebrating your 35-year anniversary, nobody can say, well, this was the wrong decision. Right. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, you don't know that until it's proven. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So... But but the other things you have to consider are, you know, are there kids involved? And not just are there kids involved, how many and how old are they? Mm-hmm. And what is your relationship with them and what is your ex's relationship with them? Yeah. And, and so those those are big things because it's like if you've got, you know, if you're a woman and you divorce your husband, you initiate the divorce. and Which most women do. Yeah. And let's say you have, you know, a couple of daughters who are old enough to be loyal daddy's girls, mm-hmm. you're in the wrong, mm-hmm. in their eyes. Right. So it's more it's more of a touchy subject. The other thing is, and that, I, that can work for both sexes. I mean, e- even with me and my son, he was a daddy's boy, not a mama's, mama's boy. boy. Mm-hmm. And she was the one that initiated. She was the one that was you know, leaving me for somebody else. So everything she did from day one was judged by him and was wrong. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> she permanently burned a relationship bridge with him over all of that, mm-hmm. that she made zero attempt to try to repair um, and just blamed him for being upset about it. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of ways that you can mishandle this. The, you know, you have to look at the risk to reward ratio of who you're pursuing, why are you pursuing them, and whether you're guy or girl, if you're just trying to casually hook up, you need to just hide that mm-hmm. from your kids and other involved parties. Yeah. Because it's not going to help anything at all. It's not going to be worth like telling your kids yeah. about all of these new people. Yeah. Hey, here's 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 mommy's new boyfriend in friend. January. Mommy's new mommy's friend. friend. Oh, here's another mommy's friend in February. Oh, here's yeah. another mommy's friend in March. Oh, here's another mommy's friend in April. Uh-huh. And so when you go through twelve friends mm-hmm. in a year, you're, kids aren't fucking stupid. Yeah, they're not stupid, and you're gonna end up looking like a hoe bag. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know you're 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 kind of out there in the I don't want to say court of public opinion, but the, the court of the other people in your life mm-hmm. that will see that. So there, there are there are those factors that you have to consider and you have to tread carefully. You have to time when you're going to introduce your kids to them. You have to all of that. But even before you head down that road, there are big things that you have to do to even start to consider if you're ready to date mm-hmm. again. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that, like, uh, one thing that sticks out to me when, whenever I left my ex and, you know, we went on a date, like, two days later, Seth and I. And so, I remember texting you, mm-hmm. um, like, probably the, that same night that I dumped him mm-hmm. and saying, like, the I don't want this to be something that is just um oh what did I say a rebound a rebound rebound. I don't want this to be a rebound type of relationship which I know that a lot of people just jump into Mm -hmm. something and it is just a rebound and I mean thankfully 
I think thankfully we knew each other well, very well before any of this mm-hmm. and became that and became friends. And so it wasn't just it it like you said, I think that you have to make sure that it is real, mm-hmm. that it's that it's going <clears throat> to be something that is a good relationship. It's mm-hmm. not something that is just uh the honeymoon phase of how you're feeling all the butterflies and all of that like you have to make sure that it is real um but like i i also remember just like everybody else around me being like you know there there's three sides to every story and you know he's only telling you his side right and okay all right i do i and i understand that and i think that that i i think that that's probably true for most cases yeah in your case i 100 percent believe you well (laughs) and and the reason you believe me was because we had known each other it was i I had done nothing over the last year that would say I'm an untrustworthy person. Yeah, that and, I would make you, anything up. Yeah, that, that I would you were lying about. Yeah. yeah, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And so, uh, I think that you you really have to know this person. You really have to know and understand who they are before you start even trying to mm-hmm. to be like, okay, yeah, I I think that this is a good decision mm-hmm. to date them because if you don't, <laughs> if you really don't know them chances are it's not going to last right um but 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 they're still for for people that are getting out there mm -hmm. blindly we we had the luxury if we knew each other we already had a connection Uh we already were really close we were already very friendly we already knew things about each other Mm -hmm. we didn't have to get to know each other Mm -hmm. um it was just a shift in our relationship from fun and light and friendly to intimate yeah or sexy Uh whatever and uh, a lot of people may not find themselves in that situation. They may be going out there cold and blind and not knowing who they're going to be with. And that's where I think right. that, yes, there are a lot of things to consider on even pursuing that. But before you even decide to put yourself back out there, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that people have to do mm-hmm. to even make that initial step. Uh-huh. And because I think a lot of times people are like, well, I'm, I just need to get back out there because that's what their idiot girlfriends or friends tell them. I know you need to come on, get up, girl. We're gonna take you out. We're gonna we're gonna hook you up. You just you just need to get laid, and that's like the worst advice oh ever. Yeah, uh-huh. you don't need to do that. You oh should not gosh. do that. Yeah. Um, well, I, because I, the, once again, the risk to reward. What's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Oh, my gosh. I know. Like, could you imagine? Like, there's so many bad things that could happen in just that scenario yeah. itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go out with the girls, you, you know, you think you're having a fun time and you get, I don't know. Pregnant. <laughs> well, one, you get pregnant, you get roofied, you get, you know, like, you get stuck with some weirdo, mm-hmm. you know, just because you think that you want to have a fun time. Yeah. And that's not... You have to be careful. Mm-hmm. You really do. You like, you just can't. I know, like, I know that there's like some things you do kind of have to, uh, kind of take a leap of faith for. Yes, yeah. exactly. But at the same time, like, take, take the leap, but still 
kind of hold yourself back a little yeah. bit. A calcu- uh, calculated risk. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Yes. <throat> exactly. I think that um, the but well, I think one of the big things before you even start any of that is. I really think that you need to take a look at yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, cause you can blame your partner, your old partner for everything that they did bad in the relationship that made it end. Mm-hmm. But what did you do wrong? It's not just their fault that any of this happened. It's both of you, both of you guys are responsible for whatever it was. And even even cheating, mm-hmm. I think. Like I I think that even you know what? Well, he cheated on me. Okay, why? Yeah. Why did he cheat on you? Did he? Because he's the, an asshole. And 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 I'm <laughs> not trying to say that he should have, but I'm just saying like, what could have you done to mm-hmm. to prevent that? Or you know, or you know, I wasn't ha- well. We weren't having sex very often, so yeah, he cheated. Well, why weren't you guys having sex very often? Mm-hmm. Did you, were you really not attracted to him? Mm-hmm. And. <clears throat> and why? Yeah. And, and know, figure out what you, what <clears throat> you, what, all of the things about yourself and mm-hmm. then figure out what you like and what you don't like. Yeah. Well, and, and it, it is funny because I think that. I think that these require two separate conversations, one for women and one for men, mm-hmm. um, because of how many times we've established the, the big differences in them. Um, I think that most men probably do what I did. I think most men are like, well, I know I want my next partner to not have these qualities that my bitch of an ex-wife had. Mm-hmm. Most women are the opposite. Well, I want to make sure he has mm-hmm. these qualities my ex didn't. Mm-hmm. And so we're both searching for different things when we get back out there. But the the accountability of of what part you played and that, that root cause analysis deep dive on what happened and what was your responsibility to it and not just identifying what you did, but committing and assuring that you don't repeat those same mistakes, mm-hmm. and a lot of times uh, it was so funny. I just I just heard another another uh, uh, this uh, this podcast out of Vegas. Can't remember what what it's called. They were talking about this, and he he made such a great point that women convince themselves. To, I'm trying to remember because he said it like in a way that like I would say it. It was kind of crude, but he was like, uh, "I wish I would have watched it again before we did this because it, it would have been perfect." But he said. Uh, he said, women have two two sides to their story. They have the, the guy that they think they should be with, and then they have the guy that makes them wet. And the guy they think they should be with is not never has long-term success. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, he doesn't he's make not her make wet. her wet. <laughs> yeah. And so, and that's where you get this stigma of, well, the guys that fall into category B of making me wet are just bad boys and, and toxic and bad for me. No, that's because you suck at picking a partner. Mm-hmm. You're picking the wrong ones. Um, and so, so I, so, but, but women tend to kind of look at what their ex was missing mm-hmm. and say, okay, well, I want my new partner to have all of these things and men are opposite. Because men are like, well, I want to just make sure she's not this. She's not that. She doesn't act this way. She doesn't react to things this way. That she's not going to behave in this manner. 
And so it ends up being a, a have-nots list versus a haves list. Mm-hmm. And so th- those are just different things. And I think that that's important. But at, even using the example that you gave, of, you know, well, you know, I think, you know, he cheated because, you know, he told me that we weren't having sex anymore. Well, okay, well, why? Mm-hmm. Was it because you weren't attracted to him? Mm-hmm. Well, he found somebody who was, mm-hmm. so that fixed the problem. Yeah. Um, and if you weren't attracted to him, why? Were you never attracted to him? Mm-hmm. Was it because women are really bad about being like, yeah, he may not be. It goes back to the I wet feel like type the, thing. a lot of women like settle for for men because they just ask them to marry him or something. I don't know. I don't even, necessarily even think before it's that. Settling. It's before that even. I think they end up with a partner they I don't I I don't necessarily put it as settling because I I've, I've come to realize over the last several months that settling typically means that one partner is worth less than the other. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily think that they are settling. Mm-hmm. I, I go back to what we've been saying. You're with the person you deserve. Mm-hmm. I think what happens is they convince themselves that they are attracted to something they're not. Mm-hmm. They tend, they say, you know, on my list of, of, of you know, what, get, what gets me wet is he's attractive, he's fit, he's got a big dick. On the other side, that doesn't make me wet, but I want my partner to have is he's got to have a personality, he's got to have a sense of humor, he's got to be you know good with kids, he's got to be liked by my family, and it's all this shit that isn't unimportant, but it's not enough to keep a sexual attraction going. Mm-hmm. You're never you're never going to be sexually attracted to someone based solely on their personality. Mm-mm. I don't care how good of a personality you think you have. Is that enough to get laid? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But is it enough for you to want to be with that person forever? Mm. No. (laughs) No. There has to be some of that other, you know, moisture wicking (laughs) property in there. And so you tend to see girls that that dated those kind of guys, those those bad boys, whatever that category is, and then they you know, settled. Mm -hmm. But I I, I look at it as they settled down, not that they settled. They were just like these kind of guys are cheating on me. They're toxic. They're not good for me. They're players. They have, you know, multiple kids by multiple women. I don't want that. I want this guy over here that's a little more calm. There's not, he's a little more boring, yeah, but, but he's she loyal. she really doesn't want him. Yeah. Yeah. The concept of being with that person long-term seems appealing initially. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but then because you find he, out. But then you just find out that he's a nice guy. Yeah, once again. Uh-huh. And nice guys fucking suck. Mm-hmm. And so it's just not enough to sustain the passion that you have to have. Mm-hmm. And that's where you see the couples grow into roommates. Mm-hmm. They're oh, just friends. Gosh. They're just yeah. friends later because you picked a person that would make a really good friend. Mm-hmm. Not even a good friend with benefits. I know. <laughs> and so th- those are those are some of the problems that, that you see people have. It's, and so looking back on your relationship and reflecting on why it went south in the first place owning that and understanding it and saying, well, yeah, we, 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 he cheated because we stopped having sex. Well, we stopped having sex because, um, I didn't want to have sex with him anymore because I got too involved with my kids because I was too stressed out from work because whatever, whatever it was, um, I wasn't confident about how I looked. I, you know, I let myself go and I didn't feel sexy anymore. Whatever the excuse is that we see all these women give excuses as to why they aren't sexually active with their own husband. 
that's not going to go away just because you pick somebody new. It may temporarily. Mm-hmm. New, you know, new dick may get you feeling like you're young again, mm-hmm. but it's a temporary thing if you don't fix yourself. Yeah. And, and, and taking the sex out of it, that's how everything is. You know, I wonder, like, how how these women that that do that, they think that, you know, they say, you know, I wasn't sexually attracted to my husband, blah, blah, blah. And they, they get into something and they, I guess they kind of initially think that they are sexually attracted to these people. Or I guess, I guess my, the, (laughs) what I'm, the point of what I'm trying to say is what makes them think that, you know, oh, well, I have, I have my kids and that's the reason why I didn't have sex with my husband in the first place. Mm -hmm. What makes them think that leaving him is going to fix that? Yeah, fix that and make her want to be a sexual person. Well, and because the, and what that does that exposes that the kids were not the problem at all. Mm-hmm. It was her. Mm-hmm. It was her attraction to him that was the problem. Mm-hmm. If you have a woman that's like, yeah, we quit having sex because I couldn't turn mommy button off, mm-hmm. and we got divorced, and now I'm with this guy ten years younger than me, and we're having sex all the time. Okay, it was never the kids. Mm-hmm. It was your desire and and lack of drive to have sex with your husband. Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes back to what we talked about last week with the Fifty Shades of Excuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're just excuses. They're not real. And and that's one of the things, like, like, like we've kind of talked about in other scenarios and situations where you just kind of need a, a good fucking. Yeah. Oh and gosh. you're not getting it. Mm-hmm. And he's not giving it to you. But once again... Those feelings are only temporary unless you fix it. Mm-hmm. You have to figure, and so and so that's what it is. Where it's like, if you do feel like you settled, if you feel like you picked a partner that was beneath you as far as sexual attraction goes, you need to find someone who is on par with your own sexual attractive level. But you also have to be very real with yourself. You can't be a four or five. Mm-hmm. And using filters, you're a seven or eight. You're not a seven or eight in reality. You're still a four or five. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're taking your fat ass and making little cartoons out of it to try to make yourself look hot, that's not how you really look. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing a lot of women overvalue their own sex appeal oh my because of stuff like that. Yeah. And so you have to be real and, and understanding. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, that a guy that's a four or five is just the most ugly person in the world. He's probably not. Is he better looking than your last? Maybe, hopefully, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But you have to at least find somebody that you are sexually attracted to, Mm -hmm. that you're physically attracted to. Um, That's, if that was the problem, you know, if that was the issue that, you know, I just wasn't sexually attracted. But, But once again, I think a lot of times people have a hard time even admitting to themselves what happened mm-hmm. because they, they almost feel shallow saying like, well, I, I didn't, I quit sleeping with him because he just, he, he had a beer gut and he had a little dick and, mm-hmm. but, but, but he was such a good dad. <laughs> he was so loyal. He was, I and know. you start to feel bad and you shouldn't feel bad. I know. I know. I know. You know, it, it, it's funny because I mean, uh, I don't know. Like I think about, 
like all of these women and and everything and and they the way that they like I don't know um almost like defend I think it's they I think they try to defend what their ex or their you know soon to be exes or whatever mm-hmm. because they don't want to <clears throat> feel stupid or they don't want to look stupid for being with somebody <laughs> like that and it's like you kind of just need to accept the truth mm-hmm. and the truth is is you were never att- or maybe you were attracted to him in the beginning but something went wrong mm-hmm. and he stopped taking care of himself maybe you stopped taking care of yourself because or both of you guys stop stop taking care of yourselves and it just what turned into a downward spiral that mm-hmm. you you guys both kind of just went out of hand and you kind of separated your own lives because you stopped caring mm-hmm. you stopped caring about what you looked like you stop caring. You quit dating each other. Yes. Yes, exactly. You became roommates. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really did. Mm-hmm. You became ugly, gross roommates. Yeah. But, I mean, the way that they, I don't know, just kind of defend them mm-hmm. <laughs> is like, it's okay. It's okay. Like, we're giving you permission to say, I didn't. Well, not Fuck, he was gross. And that's, <laughs> that's the first step of having to admit mm-hmm. what was wrong so you don't do it again. Yeah. And you made a mistake. It's and it's okay. okay to be like, yeah, I fucking married. I married, you know, looks wise and looks department. I was off. Mm-hmm. He had all these other good qualities. But at the end of the day, I wasn't attracted, I wasn't to, attracted him. to him. I've got to find I've got to be with someone I'm attracted to because that is a universal key Mm-hmm. To longevity in a relationship. You, you you have to be attracted to one another. And people mm-hmm. continually downplay that, dismiss it, label it as toxic, label it as shallow. Make these arguments to defend why looks shouldn't matter. And the proof is in the freaking pudding. Mm-hmm. Now, looks matter. Yeah. Now, do you have two beautiful people that still cheat and get divorced? Yes. Yes, everything's relative. Mm-hmm. So there's not a a uh, you know airtight argument proof, yeah, yeah uh-huh. for it. Mm-hmm. But that's why you have to look at everything involved around it. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you're a guy and and you you know what happened in a relationship, what you know, same question. Why did she stop having sex with you? Why did you stop having sex with her? Why did you fight all the time? Mm-hmm. Were you a clueless idiot, helpless you know baby? The entire time. Yeah. Well, guess what? Grow the fuck up and be a man, and you won't have to deal with that anymore. Yeah. You know, did you have you had the same job and the same position for the last ten years? Mm-hmm. Well, you have no you have no drive. Stagnant and and mediocrity is a huge turnoff for women. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. No woman wants to be a guy that's just you know sitting there on the sidelines Mm-mm. watching everybody else succeed and do stuff mm-hmm. you know you should be climbing some kind of ladder to success you should have something going on um and so fix your drive fix your physical appearance mm-hmm. fix your confidence fix your f- there's so many things that that guys can do or both can do to 
up their value and make themselves more appealing to the opposite sex. Mm -hmm. The odd and funny thing is, is most people don't realize this until they get divorced. I know. I know. And because sometimes I think about it and, and I'm like, geez, really? So you start, you, wow, this person's looking great. They started taking care of themselves. They started eating better and working out and, you know, they're divorced now. And it's like, okay, do you think that if you would have done all of this stuff or if both of you guys would have done this stuff together, do you think that it could have helped your relationship? Mm-hmm. Probably. You probably would have been in a better mood. You probably would definitely look better mm-hmm. and feel better. And so it's like... Well, I mean, sometimes it, it takes that to to realize. It takes a person leaving to realize, oh, shit, like, I got to get my shit together. Mm-hmm. I think that it's funny. Well, I know that, like, I don't know, I guess both sexes do it. Do the whole, like, working out thing after they, after the fact, after they get divorced mm-hmm. or whatever. Um but I think I, I was, what I was thinking about earlier is that is about the uh, how the it seems like the man always is the too little too late mm-hmm. deal, and he and then that's when he he starts trying in a mm-hmm. relationship or in the in the marriage or before you get divorced thing. And yeah, and and th- this 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 is a, a a funny. I don't want to say universal, but we see this so often where the guy is typically doing that. He's trying to play catch up, and the reason this occurs is because however long the marriage was five, ten, fifteen, twenty five years, whatever happened, for whatever length of time you were married, the woman was not clear on her wants expectations, needs, or desires. They hinted, they beat around the bush, they, you know, gave little tidbits here and there, hoping that this moronic guy they were with would pick up on all this stuff and start doing these things and changing things. And what happens is, over time, that just wears the woman down. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to tell him, hey, idiot, why don't you buy me flowers? Hey, idiot why don't we go out for a date i want him to come to this realization on his own mm-hmm. so they don't want to tell they they know what's wrong but they don't want to tell him what's wrong because they they just want him magically to wake up and pull his head out of his ass and start doing the things that she wants him to do but he has no clue that's what she wants and so she spends the majority of the marriage unsatisfied and unfulfilled on not even just a sexual level but all these other things mm-hmm. she's not being treated like like a queen or a princess she's not Receiving the attention that she feels she deserves. She's, you know, the guy, she feels that the man is taking her for granted. She, she, you know, all these resentment things come up. He's oblivious to the whole time or for the whole time. Mm -hmm. He's like, we have a great marriage. You know, we got a couple of kids. We've been together 20 years. Everything's great. Mm -hmm. You know, and he tells a totally different story. And then she's finally like, I'm done. You haven't bought me flowers in X amount of years. We haven't been on vacation together since our honeymoon. You don't ever, and she lays it all out. She hits her breaking point and her point of no return at the same time he is just now learning about what she's unsatisfied with. Mm-hmm. 
So there's this huge gap that he is just blind because he's an idiot guy. He has no idea how unsatisfied she is. And by the time she finally works up the courage to tell him, it's over Mm -hmm. in her head. So then he's like, well, I can change. I can change. And you really, for me, obviously I'm biased because I'm a guy, I kind of feel bad for these guys because I'm like, yeah, they were dumb. Yeah, they didn't know, but... You didn't fucking tell him anyway. You never flat out. And women will be like, yes, I did. I told him. I told him all the time. I, I was always like, hey, look at so-and-so. They went to Paris. That would be fun. Yeah, but you didn't say, hey, dipshit, this summer, let's go to fucking Paris together. Yeah. <laughs> and so. You just said. Yeah. Oh, that would be nice. That's You hinted. Yeah. Yeah. Women uh-huh. hint and hint and hit. And. They get super defensive when the guy's like, you never told me that. And she's like, I told you all the time. Uh-huh. He's like, you never once said that. Mm-hmm. That's the exact same thing when a guy's like, what's wrong? And she's like, fine. Uh, nothing. I'm He's fine. like, okay, cool. I'm fine. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I am not going to think anything else because why would you lie to me about that? Well, you know, what? I think that's funny, too, like with the with the I'm fine thing, because you, know, you see it all the time where where people are now now say you know if a woman says i'm fine mm-hmm. it means she's not fine like i think that that is just that is such a sad way of living like oh shit my wife just said i'm fine you yeah. know now <laughs> what is she not fine about yeah. i have to figure it out yeah. and these are the same people that are like the same woman that will be like well in my last marriage the communication was awful yeah hey bitch it's your fault <laughs> That was all know, you. It was all you. I know. You know, you say all that and, and I'm like, and I take like, I don't know, I, I'm not taking it personal, but I'm like, I I really did tell my ex, you know. Do this. Yeah, do this. And and then finally he did start trying. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it was still but too little too late. It was. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I really, but I really did yeah. say like verbalize it mm-hmm. myself so but I'm sure you did <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i really i really did i really really did <laughs> um but but that that's what you see is the guys are playing catch-up the guys are like mm-hmm. this is the first time i'm hearing about this i had no idea you're upset and unsatisfied let me fix it let me fix it and she's already mentally checked out she's already hooking up with the guy she's already interested in mm-hmm. she's already fantasizing about whatever she's ready to move on and now he's left to deal with all of this other crap mm-hmm. women do not ever find them typically don't find themselves in that situation mm-hmm. because guys are easy to please. Yeah. Most of the time, if not all the time, men don't ever say, look, you're not being a very good wife. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. Mainly because they're scared. <laughs> Even if they feel that way, they're like, I'm never going to say that. I'm, I would never be like, hey, uh, you know, Roger's, Roger's wife, every day he comes home for lunch, she gives him a blowjob. That must be nice. <laughs> and, you know, so the guy's never like, I've asked you for a blowjob for 14 years. You know, yeah. you, don't, you don't hear that. <laughs> guys don't say stuff like that. No. Guys are not the ones that yank the rug out from under well, women. Well, the thing is, is that guys don't fucking beat around the bush like dumbass women do. That that just, I think that that's what irrit- but, irritates me about people in general when they do say what's missing Mm -hmm. you get the reaction that we talked about last week 
when the guy's like, geez, I wish you were like that. I, I wish know. you would have sex with me. And she's like, well, I can't because of blah, you know, 50 fucking yeah. reasons. Uh-huh. So the guy's like, all right, I'll just shut the fuck up. I know. Because telling you about it ain't going to fix it anymore. Yeah, I know. And then he shuts down and he's like, fuck it. Like, yeah. this is my life now. I'm just going to go play video games yeah. and do this Go play by games myself. for a little and go rub one out. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is my life now. <laughs> Exactly. And then someone's like, you guys have been married 25 years. How's that? Oh, it's great. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I Pulling know. your putt every night. Oh, my gosh. Put that your bitch of a wife that won't put out. <laughs> yeah. Have fun with that. I know. Because <laughs> there's no such thing as happy wife, happy life. <laughs> you know? Because she's not. Most of the wives aren't happy. Yeah. But the guy thinks she is. Uh-huh. He's like, well, she didn't want to have sex anymore, so I just backed off. She's getting exactly what she wanted. Why is she not happy? Oh, fuck. I know. You know? Yeah. Because I mean, guy, guys, do, that's the thing. We talked about it, I don't remember, a couple of episodes ago. Guys are pretty good at following directions when you give them clear directions. Direction. Uh-huh. You can't say, hey, go to the store and get some stuff we need. Well, what do we need? I don't know. Look around. What do you think we need? <laughs> and it's it's not going to resonate. But if you say, hey, can you go to the store and pick up paper towels, toilet paper, we need cheese, we need milk, we need eggs, he will do it. Did you know, okay, speaking of this, uh, I had this girl that I'm friends with on Facebook, she, she and her husband have, uh, you know, the notes app in, on our oh. iPhones. <laughs> so you can, you can share your grocery list to all you know with each other or whatever yeah yeah and so like you can excuse me you can add um you know whatever you need on for each person oh shoot we need this you know add it in well you can she she shared the other day you can also share actual pictures of the Mm. items that you need so Mm -hmm. like you know if for for the real dumb guy (laughs) Here's, here's that's what I was thinking whenever I saw the grocery like, shopping oh by picture. Oh my gosh! I was like, Seth would would have a conniption if he saw this because he'd yeah. be like, "What a fucking dumbass! Yeah, what an idiot! What a but, dipshit guy!" Um, but yeah, she's like, for all you ladies, like this is the best life hack ever. Yeah. <laughs> and um, all you ladies with dumbass husbands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but that, I mean, but that, that's you know that's just that's just one of those things that the majority of women. Married women are with a dumbass guy. Mm-hmm. So, you're once again, even if you identify, well, he was just a dumbass guy. Well, good luck finding a guy that's not a dumbass guy. <laughs> they're going to be oblivious to something. Mm-hmm. That's just how they're wired. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think that that really looking back at not. Everything that your partner did wrong, but what did you do wrong? Mm-hmm. E- even those simple things like that. Were you patient enough? Did you, you did not communicate. Mm-hmm. You did not. You, you have to move forward knowing I can't just drop hints. I need to say what I want. Mm-hmm. I need to be clear about my needs. I need to be clear about my desires. I need to be clear about this. I need to make sure I stand up for myself. I need to make sure that I'm not going <clears> to <throat> settle for. Mm-hmm. Anything less than this. I think that it is 100% okay to have expectations and be very clear with what those expectations are. um, As long as they're reasonable. Mm -hmm. And go out there with that. But you are not ready 
to pursue any other relationship until you know that you learn from everything you did wrong and you're not going to repeat that same mistake. Mm -hmm. Because what you will find is, and we see this all the freaking time, women will leave a man and then find themselves in the exact same situation just with another guy. Mm -hmm. And they're happy in the in-between mode because it's new. But then... Five years down the road, you did the exact... I mean, we've seen... My ex-wife did this. We've seen people we've known. We've had friends. We've had coworkers that did this exact same thing. Where it's like, well, you know, I met my husband. We got pregnant before we were even married or shortly after we married. We had a kid. I wasn't ready to be a mom. I wasn't ready for the responsibility. You know, I wasn't even sure if this is the guy I want to be forever. Uh, so I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. After, you know, 10 years or whatever. I'm out of here. And then... Oh, I met another guy, and, and oddly enough, the guy tends to look like the first guy. Oh, I know. That's, That's the, the creepier part. thing. Like, yeah. oh, you did not learn shit. Yeah. <laughs> either, at all. Either he looks like the ex, or he looks like... like... her brother? Yeah. Like, they yeah. look like they're related? Yeah. yeah. there's this one couple we know, and every time they share a picture, they both have, like, the same ugly smile and look on their face, and they look like brother and sister. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, but, but that, that girl that goes through that... Then she's like, oh, I found this other guy. And, and it's like, yeah, that's exact replica of your ex. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, maybe they kind of look alike, but he's so much better. And then within 24 months, they've had another kid. Ugh. They're getting remarried. They're back in the same. I mean, my, my ex sat down and told me when she wanted a divorce, I don't want to own a house. I don't want to raise another kid. I don't have to worry about anybody else being dependent on me. me making them happy. Uh-huh. I don't want to deal with it. And within a couple of years, she was remarried. She was pregnant. She had another house. I mean, she made the exact same mistakes that she said she hated about being in married. And, you know, mm. dollars to donuts guaranteed mm-hmm. she ain't that happy. <laughs> yeah. You know, my life is the absolute opposite of what my 12-year marriage was. Mm -hmm. There is zero similarities aside from I'm me. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. I mean, there is... Well, you're better. You're better you. You're not... You're not... You're... I don't think you're the same you as you were with... When you were with her, though. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that you're... But that that just comes from being with... The right person. An awesome partner like me. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You draw it out. (laughs) Yeah, no, but really, I mean, I don't know, you, you're you better than what you were when you were with her, mm-hmm. you know, she, and I think that, like, I don't know, she, she didn't appreciate who you were. Right. So. But, but I think that, that that's, that's what you see where, when people don't learn from their mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they just don't learn from, them. And, and this is why women will be like, oh, all guys are jerks. Well, no, just the guys you pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're so picking bad partners. You need to, you need to understand. Like, you're, you need to. I don't know, the, hone in on the process of you picking the, a partner. The funniest thing that, that cracks me up about women, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm relentlessly picking on women on this one because this is what you see. Women will be young and dumb and 21. Mm-hmm. And running around, they're going to concerts, they're going to clubs, they have some kind of random hookup with some, you know, fugly ass dude at some, you know, 
country music festival in the middle of a field somewhere, and they hook up with, and they end up, you know, hooking up with the guy, staying in touch, getting pregnant, whatever. And then the second they finally realize, you know, five to ten years down the road, this was a mistake. The first thing they do as a single woman is go back to that environment. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I haven't been. Right. To, I haven't been to a concert since I I got knocked up in the porta potty by my ex husband. <laughs> oh Let's God. go to the concerts again. And oh it's like you're God. in the same environment, you dumb twat. Yeah. Why are you even doing that? Uh-huh. You are. And then she makes the same mistake. Yeah. It's like, hey, do you not realize you just, you picked your ex and this current guy at pretty much the same atmosphere and function? It's probably going to be about the same dude. What? Yeah, what kind of quality guy do you think you're going to find that's willing to have sex with a girl in a porta potty? <laughs> you idiot. Gross. That's yeah. not anywhere near the high value guy that you think you deserve. Yeah. Know. You know? And then she finds herself in the exact same boat. Yeah. You know? I know. Yeah. And it's like you you did not learn anything. No. You, you you have to you have to sometimes change your environment. Mm-hmm. I I'm a big believer in moving. Go live in another state. Mm-hmm. You're gonna meet different types of people. Yeah. You're, you're gonna meet people sure. with different values. You're gonna realize that you are missing values that you should have. You're gonna realize that you were undervaluing qualities that matter. You're going to realize that you're overvaluing qualities that matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, you live in certain areas of the country and, and you know, girl, or certain neighborhoods in, in, in the country or a city or whatever, and you realize, like, what women find attractive about, you know, cars and rims and, and Jordan shoe collections and all that. Real women out other places don't give a shit about that. Mm-hmm. It's about things that really fucking matter. Mm-hmm. And you know you you can find how skewed value are values are in certain areas, mm-hmm. um, but so that's why I'm always like just get out get out of that environment leave, yeah, yeah and, and that that's the same thing like I know you see well, with the I girl think that, like a lot of girls would be like well it, women with kids would be like I can't because you know I can't. We can't change the kids' schools, or the mm-hmm. dad lives here, and you know they have joint custody and all this. And 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 really, I've seen couples that have done joint custody with um, fathers that live out of state too. Mm-hmm. So that's no <clears throat> excuse. Yeah. To you know, I think that I believe that too. I think that you could start a new, fresh life. Yeah. And be happy, like really happy. It's just up to you mm-hmm. if you, I think there's so much more reward than risk when it comes to that mm-hmm. because you're, you're in a new environment and I don't know. I think that, I think it's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I think that if you can shake that up, if you can surround yourself with a completely different opinions outlooks morals and be open-minded yes you have to be open-minded to do that mm-hmm. you yeah you can yeah that 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 always cracks me up in certain areas where you'll have like a like like out here you see it a lot it's like yes this is oklahoma the bible belt one of the reddest states you can go to you're an idiot if you're out here and you're like this far left liberal complaining just go live somewhere else mm-hmm. go, move to the coast 
mm-hmm. where people share your values and your, you're not going to change everybody's mind here. Mm-hmm. You have to be prepared for that. I mean, the same thing you see like, like Californians moving to Texas. They're like, ugh. Like, well, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Mm-hmm. It's Texas, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Put people to death. Everybody's carrying guns. Why yeah. are you shocked <laughs> yeah, I know. that that's their system? Mm-hmm. Don't move there. Same thing when people move to Nashville. What the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, so, but once you have to be open-minded. Mm-hmm. You have to be understanding that there are people that are doing things a lot better. I mean, what what is it? Like, if you want something you never had, you got to do something you've never done. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times it's being open minded, but a lot of a lot of these people, this is what I've made fun of, the town I graduated in, they just all stay in the same barrel. Mm-hmm. You know, get out of there. You're you're in a freaking snow globe. Get out of there. Go somewhere else. I mean, some of you don't even have to leave the state. Just move to the other side of town where you don't know anybody. I know. There are plenty of people that are like coyotes and they just stay in the same area all the time. Mm-hmm. Just stay there, stay there, stay there, stay there. You date Coyote, same people, but coyotes are probably smarter. than Well, they them. are now. Yeah, they'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll adapt if they're pushed out. Yeah. But you know, they just keep coming back to the same well to drink. Yeah. Well, get away from there. Just move to another town, and not a connecting town. Because mm-hmm. I'll see that like with my hometown, people are like, oh, I don't live there anymore. I live in this, and it's like the town right next, next to it. Next to it, yeah. It's like okay, that's the town we all made fun of. That's worse <laughs> than where we went to school. <laughs> You moron, why would you move there? Mm-hmm. You know, move, you know, move 45 minutes away in another direction. Yeah. 30 minutes out here, 30 minutes. Well, I think it's funny out here because I think a lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, I moved away from home. And they just say another town or yeah. city. I grew in up in Broken Oklahoma. Arrow and I live in Jinx now. Yeah. And it's like, okay. it's like 10 minutes that way. <laughs> you <don't... laughs> but you can still do that and not know anybody. That's true. That that's I the guess. thing. If 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 you if, if you mean, were if you were so localized, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like the people like that I went to school with. They'll, they'll mm-hmm. be like, you know, decided to decided to head into Broken Arrow for dinner. Mm-hmm. It's like that took you five minutes. What do you mean? You headed into. It's not like you drove three hours for dinner. Mm-hmm. You just left the little town that you went to elementary school, went to middle school, went to high school, graduated and stayed in forever. Yeah. Driving 10 minutes down the highway is not getting out. Mm-hmm. But it is to them. Yeah. That's funny. But my point is, like, if you live in these areas that are, that you know where life is different. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Denver. North Denver's way different than South Denver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is. East Denver's way different than West Denver. I know. I know. And even with that, like, so I know my dad didn't get divorced. But, um, you know, after my mom died, he did venture out to a new <laughs> to yeah. a new city, met a new woman in a different city. So and, and I think that I think that Denver's big enough that you can do big that. enough where you yeah. can do that, though. But yeah, <clears throat> I think but I, I and I loved that decision that he made to mm-hmm. to not date somebody that he he knew or, you know, grew up with or. Mm-hmm. That someone hooked him up with, like he actually went out and ventured out elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's good. That's good. I think you should. That's that's what I think you should do too. Get uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, you have to. You have to put yourself self in co- uncomfortable situations to grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's just you you have to do it. Um, I feel like we've kind of gotten off the topic. <laughs> yeah with the whole divorce the divorce thing 
with just kind of, I mean, I don't know. I think that. Well, like, if we're going to tell people you, you can't date until this. I know we covered that as uh-huh. far as making sure you reflect on what you did and fixed you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the, the big tie into that is damage people just damage other people. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't repaired, you, you should not rely on anybody else to fix you. Mm-mm. And partners and people and guys and girls that look for damaged partners to fix are a different level of narcissist that I can't comprehend. That's mm-hmm. so weird to me that you get, that you look for those people. You look for people that are damaged. You look for people that are broken. And, and you try to play it off like you're this fixer-upper when it's such a shitty thing to do. Mm-hmm. And you're, you, the person that can't fix themselves are too weak to even be in a relationship that's going to have to be cohabitated in 50-50. Mm-hmm. You're going to find yourself in a situation where you're always having to hold this other person up that always has something going on. It's mm-hmm. always depressing. It's always the end of the world. Something's always happening. They're always sick. Somebody's dying. They're depressed. They're out of job. That's an awful way to live with a partner like that. Mm-hmm. So if you are that kind of partner, you need to go to therapy, get in shape, do something to fix you. Because if you are the damaged person that wants to continue to victimize yourself and be like, well, they just left because they can't, they couldn't handle, you know, my issues. You know, I've, I've got this going on and that. Go- well, fucking fix it. Mm-hmm. Fix it. It's not somebody else's responsibility to put up with your weird, odd, traumatic bullshit all the time. And when you find someone that is willing to put up, they're going to be such a low value partner. That it may seem like a relief initially, and then you're going to find out over time that they're as big a piece of shit as you are. <laughs> well, and that they're they're or that or they're unhappy too, mm-hmm. and they're going to leave your ass. I mean, as we, well, we, I, I I think of this this couple that we know that you know he was damaged. He had been burned and and screwed over by an ex relentlessly, and then he finds himself with this girl that did couldn't even keep custody of her own fucking kids. She was an absolute piece of shit. And they found each other and they were like, oh, this is it. She's my saving grace. And it's like, you guys are fucking stupid. Yeah. You know? And everybody's like, well, yeah, but she's She's better better than than his egg. And it's like, oh my gosh, whatever. How? Yeah. How is she better? Yeah. At all. Right. Well, because she hasn't broken his heart yet. Oh my gosh. But it's (laughs) two people on life support. Who found each other. They deserve each other. Well, they do. Mm-hmm. They do deserve each other. Mm-hmm. But that's, once but, again. Yeah. That's how stupid everyone else is and mm-hmm. how smart we are. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. That frustrates me, though. But I, I know. It is. Uh, but uh, instead of, because what he should have done was fixed himself. Yeah, that, that, that's my big point with that time, whole thing. Big time, yes. He could have. He Absolutely. had zero confidence. He had low self esteem. He had a horrible self perception of himself. Mm-hmm. He should have fucking fixed that instead of finding someone that was such a low piece of shit that she was okay being with a person like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have. There's a lot of times when someone's like, "Oh, did you meet so and so's new boyfriend?" And I'm like, "No," but if he's with her, 
that says enough about him that I don't need to meet him. Mm-hmm. Because there's no guy with a half a brain or any common sense going for him that he would ever want to be with her in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily <laughs> mean that as such a knock on her as I do him, mm-hmm. because I do think that the her I'm referring to when I say things like that is. She can fix herself. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt about that, that the other couple I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. All he had to do was fix himself. Mm-hmm. Fix his bullshit, get over his trauma or whatever the fuck was going on. Yeah. You know, lose some weight, build some confidence, mm-hmm. get a little drive, and he wouldn't have had to end up with such a low value, absolute piece of shit partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. He didn't improve himself, and this is what he's got. But... He thinks he thinks that that's. I know. He thinks he's in a good situation. Oh my gosh! And at, at some point, you're kind of like, well, I guess ignorance is bliss. So I guess I'm. I'm just. But like, she's so hateable too. Oh, oh, I hate her, <laughs> and I don't hate very many people, but I hate her, and she is a piece of shit woman, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, really, why, why was anybody ever okay with? Him being with her and and well because everybody helped victimize him. I know, I know. You I don't know. know what he's been and through, that, and that and that's the thing is is like I think that we were like we were trying we tried to be helpful and like you know give him fitness tips and advice and stuff too well, to, I, to yeah, try I, to help. I had himself. reached out to him personally a few times. Yeah, and. Nothing. Yeah. And so I I get that. It's like... Can't help people that don't want to help themselves. Oh, yeah. Like, helping never helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it, because you end up being the bad guy. Uh-huh. Yes. Exactly. And that's what happened. Uh-huh. Was like, hey, you know, let, let's help you out with this. I know you're... When you tell me over and over again that you're depressed because you're morbidly obese. Mm-hmm. And I say, you know what? We can help. And then your partner comes along and says, what a piece of shit they are for trying to make you feel bad for being morbidly obese. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything with you at that point. Okay. You you have completely leaned into a victimized mentality, mm-hmm. and the person that's really trying to help you turn your life around becomes the bad guy. Mm-hmm. There's there's nothing you can do at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- the point of all that is, until you're able to fix your own self mm-hmm. and fix your situation and get over your own bullshit. You aren't ready to move. You're not going to get the quality of partner that you could be worthy of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and that's all it is. I mean, that that's all it is, is, is you know, we, we use the phrase, um, you, know, all, you know, be the best version of yourself you can be. Whether the divorce prompts that, the getting dumped prompts that, being single initiates that, you have to see that through. Mm-hmm. You have to see that mm-hmm. through. Um, and you're going to find, you're going to find when you get divorced, especially women, men, men, not so much, even though we just kind of gave an example of one, but anybody, if you're able to recognize, say, you know what? I'm not the best version of me. Anybody that finds you and says you're perfect the way you are is not good for you. Mm -hmm. You should be able to say, I'm not, I'm still missing A, B, C, D, F, and G. I'm going to fix that Mm -hmm. because what'll happen is you'll get that. You'll start to change and be like, oh, I need to do this. I need to straighten my life out. I need to go back to school. I need to get a better job. I need to fix my credit. I need to lose weight. I need to, whatever it is you're trying to do. And some leech will come along and present themselves in your life and say, you don't have to do any of that. 
Mm-hmm. You're perfect the way you are. And then you stop. I think because because I personally went through this. Mm-hmm. You know, I went through the getting better and making myself better with a a new partner mm-hmm. and and it wasn't that you didn't say I'm trying to remember like what you even said. I just think that I think that because you didn't say you're perfect the way you are, but I think that you said like, you know, whatever you want to do to make you happy. Mm-hmm. But I think that that, you know, whatever you want to do to make you happy, because I know that you were already happy with me even when I was overweight, but you, but obviously me telling you that I was not happy with myself you know, it's like you don't tell somebody that isn't happy with themselves you're perfect the way you are because obviously they know that they're not perfect the way the mm-hmm. way they they are. And that's counterintuitive with how people want to react. Though mm-hmm. people are like, "You son of a bitch! Why would you not? T- well, you don't lie to somebody. No, you, you're not helping anybody. Well, you're not. And, and like even with you, like how, how I said. You didn't say you're perfect the way you are. You just said, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you want to do, whatever yeah. you want to do, I'll be there to support you. I'll be there to show you the way or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's and because there's different ways to get it done yeah. and to support your partner mm-hmm. without because without I don't know having them like just giving them what they want to hear it wasn't even what i wanted to hear though i wouldn't have wanted to hear you're perfect Mm -hmm. the way you are i didn't want that i i did want the an actual actual support right from from somebody that from my partner from my now partner to say okay i'm with you on this Mm -hmm. i'm with you not that's okay don't do it don't do it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And maybe I'm not like most people. <clears throat> maybe most people would want that. But well, it, it's funny I don't think it's the, right. The easy way out is to just condone their behavior and mm-hmm. shut it down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I did that with, with my ex whenever she wanted to quit smoking. Instead of being like, we can do As soon as she didn't have a cigarette for 12 hours and she started to act like a raving bitch, I'm like, just have a fucking cigarette. And shut up. I can't take this anymore. You're you're out of control. Just smoke. And that's that's not the response. Mm-hmm. It's it should have been way more supportive. The easy way is to just lean into their behavior. Mm-hmm. The easy out is to be like, oh, don't worry about working on yourself. But the people that say that, it's almost a self recognition that they don't want to change either. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's <clears throat> yeah, that's true. That that's one of the things that that. that laziness and a apathetic sense of improving yourself is contagious and we see that that's what happened with this other couple we're talking about um she's now morbidly obese Mm -hmm. she wasn't when they got together Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and he wanted to change initially she could have supported him and helped him but when you lean in and be like there's nothing wrong with you eat whatever you want have whatever you want i'll just get fat with you yeah, and then you guys are going to die yeah. early at a, at a young mm-hmm. age. Yeah. And, and so, but, but those are things that 
you you can be supportive without being demeaning. Yeah. You can be encouraging without being hurtful. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, lying and 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 trying to taking taking the nice way out is the easy way out. Mm-hmm. Is that me or you? Oh, it's the computer. Oh well. Yeah. Probably to me. Probably. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, I, I know we've been talking for a while. I think the, you know, realistically though, looking at, you know, we talked about all the factors that you have to consider. You know, whether it's kids, it's it's family, it's it's perception, it's all of those things. But ultimately, there's not a right or wrong answer as far as how soon is too soon. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's, and I don't think there's, I really don't think there's anything wrong with. There's never such thing as waiting too long. Mm-hmm. Um. Because you may just never be ready to. There's some people that I just don't think need to be in a relationship. I know they're happier single. I know I know several that I'm like just don't be in a relationship. You would be so much happier by yourself. I think there, but I, I, on the flip side, I think that there are people that that I'm like just just date already. Like right, you know, like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, get out there. You yeah, do need somebody. You need yeah. Yeah, you, you need want to get you want to travel. You want to do this. You want someone to hang out with. You want to go to places then you need that but if you're if you're if you're happiest at being a hermit uh-huh. you don't need a partner oh no no you don't if your extra no. creativities include doing things by yourself where you're the happiest you don't need a partner yeah you like to watch movies by yourself you like to play video games yeah. by yourself you like to go shopping by yourself well, we know people that travel by themselves yeah i know you probably don't need a person, mm-hmm. but I, I I know I think you're right though. But I I think that like I said on the flip side, I do think that there are people that it's like okay, I think mm-hmm. that you need to. I think you should get it back out there. Yeah, and I know that some people still aren't ready. At, you know, at some point and I mean like, they're okay. they're getting back out there is is I mean honestly the the thing we hit on the most was. You have to be fixed. Mm-hmm. If you were broken, if you were scarred, if you were traumatized, whatever it was that happened, if you were bad at communication, if you were bad at understanding, if you were short-tempered, if you were you know, a raving bitch or an introverted per, whatever it was that you did that you know contributed in any way, shape, or form, whether it was 1% or 90% to the downfall of the relationship, you have to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I fixed those behaviors. Mm-hmm. I don't act like this, and I'm not going to treat my next partner like I did my last partner. And you combine that with your list of must-haves or don't-haves, and you're going to have a successful second relationship life mm-hmm. with someone. Mm-hmm. Don't settle. Don't settle in too quickly under the guise of getting laid. Mm-hmm. That that never works. Mm-hmm. Try to build and find a real connection. Mm-hmm. You, you have to do that, um, and it's hard to say. Well, does this have the? You know, you, you can't say for certain in so many situations that oh, we're going to be together forever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you can look at your behaviors and their behaviors, what you've learned, what you've grown, what you've changed, what you've matured on, and be like, well, if I do, if I do everything right in this relationship. The things that happened in the last one probably won't happen. 
Yeah. You know, I know. I think that like one of the biggest things about our podcast and us and us being able to give all of you great relationship advice is because, you know, we, we share our, our struggles in our previous relationships and what we learned from those, Mm -hmm. what we learned. And we both know that there are some dumb shit things that we did in those past relationships that were not good Mm -hmm. ourselves. We, you know, created bad things Mm -hmm. in, in those relationships. And the biggest thing about that though, is that we learned and we, we understand, we understand now, like, gosh, damn, you know, that is not, (laughs) I was not a good partner at that point in my life. And, you know, and it's obvious that there was something wrong in the relationship. And Mm -hmm. thank God I, I know to not do that anymore and to be a better person and to be a better partner to each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and you have to make sure that you, you know, what's your train of thought that there are people out there that uh, I'll use a vehicle as, as kind of an analogy. Let's say you had a vehicle, the engine light came on, it broke down, doesn't work, take it to the the mechanic, and they're like, yeah, you've been driving without oil. Why didn't you come to us when the engine light came on a month ago? I'm like, oh, I thought I had some more mileage on it. From that point on, are you the type of person that is going to say, well, the next time my engine light comes on, I'm going to take it to the mechanic? Or are you going to say, well, I'm going to assure my engine light never comes on again? Yeah. And there's, that's two completely different approaches. Mm-hmm. And you have to make sure that you're the latter, that you're going to make sure that engine light never comes on again. You don't wait for the warning. You do whatever you can to mitigate the warning. You follow the maintenance, you change the oil, you do whatever you need to do to ensure that that engine light does not come on again. And even if you do all of that stuff and the engine light does come on again at some, after you've done everything, at least you know, holy shit, I'm taking that to the mechanic today. Mm-hmm. And so, but, but there's a lot of people that will be like, oh, well, I just know now, don't drive on it when the engine light comes on. Mm-hmm. Well, then it's too late. You, you've waited too long. That yeah. light should not come on. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> that's how you have to treat your relationship. Are you going to wait till it's on its last leg and drive it in the dirt? Or are you going to do everything you can to make sure that it never hits that point? I know. And that's where the stuff that we talk about that you have to do to have a happy, healthy a fulfilling relationship to be a good partner what men want what women want you know why your wife wants to have sex with you why your husband's still attractive all the stuff we've talked about that's your plan for road to success you just have to fucking follow it mm-hmm. that's it yeah so. yeah i know it, it's not like it's pretty simple mm-hmm. actually it's, it's all preventative maintenance mm-hmm. yes. yes you just got to do it exactly uh-huh. And once it's just part of who you are and how your relationship is, that's where the effortless thing comes in. Comes in. Yeah. You know? I know. Yeah. I know. I mean, do you, do you, once again, you look at a car, do you feel that pulling over and putting gas in it is work or is it just part of owning a car? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? I know. Sticking yes. stick in that, stick in that hose and that tiny tank. <laughs> does that feel like work or is that just part of owning a car? 
It's the same thing with having sex. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, that's perfect. I know. And so uh-huh. just do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. Quit playing ignorant. Yeah. Uh-huh. Especially if you're divorced. You know. You know what went south. Yeah. Learn. Don't repeat it. Learn. Yes. Learn from your <clears throat> mistakes. That is, I think, my biggest thing mm-hmm. is the... Because we all make them. We all make mistakes. And so it, it's just a matter of if you if you learn from your mistakes or if you keep repeating them. Mm-hmm. If you keep repeating them, you're a fucking dumbass. And there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But just stop. Yeah. Just stop re- repeating those mistakes and, and do something better for your life. Um. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. think that I know that we went kind of off topic here and there throughout this We brought it back. Yeah, but but I think that I think we brought it back and I will say the fat tire, man. It's good. I love the Voodoo Ranger. I thought that was so I love IPAs, but when I had I was like, "Oh, man." I know. I was I was a little worried yeah, going from that to this. Yeah, I thought it was going to make fat tire taste bad. Yeah. I was like, "No, this Yeah, fat, fat tire is oh, fucking king. Yeah, it is. It is definitely king. Um but yeah, I don't have anything else to add. I, I think this was a great episode. I think that hopefully, you know, there was lots of things for that are helpful for everybody out there that is dealing with this. But um, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks. Thank <laughs> you.